Hello and welcome to Be Powerful with Liz and Lee. It's a new day and we're so glad you're here. So you can expect to hear candid conversations on what it means to be powerful, live authentically, live in the midst of ups and downs, productively, and above all else, joyfully. We are so thankful for you, our community of listeners, and we hope you enjoy today's show. Hi, Liz. Hi, Lee. How you doing? I am, God, I, I'm a little jet lagged. How are you? <laughs> I mean. Yeah. I mean, I'm actually doing okay. Sorry, but we've been 48 hours home yeah. from our Italian adventure and it's been a fun re-entry. We returned home. It was my son's 16th birthday. Oh, he's got wheels. Oh, baby. So after 10 hours in the air, we celebrated with him. Mm -hmm. And then yesterday I spent all day at the DMV, which is what you do when you go to the DMV. Oh, so, you're going to tell him what you did though. I will. I it's would just... It's typical. It's just so typical. It kind of is. Before their 16th, a few months out, you have to reserve an appointment to get your license and you just give them your information. And I did. And I'm like, yes, that Monday at one, we will be there. I'd screenshot them the information confirmed. So we show up at the DMV and they're like, there, no appointment. You're not in our system. So I look back at the screenshot and my phone number was incorrect. So I'd entered that wrong like a champion. So I never got the text to confirm. So I never had an appointment. Can I just go ahead in here? <clears throat> this is one of Lee's check your box and run. I'm just sorry. You just like check boxes and you're like, ah, it's good enough. I got the, there's a number in there. But yeah. you got it done. You didn't have to stand in line. We for what, got five it hours? done. A couple. I yeah. got, you know, I iced the Italian tan with a little bit of a yeah we got a tan redneck right? shoulder we burn waiting out there <laughs> we tried and we really we talk a strong game of health because we are healthy people correct but we got legit tans in italy we got vitamin d and we wore our sunscreen yeah, and that's so, what happened so you got a little aging of the skin no worries we just stay out <laughs> you know we'll be good and i'm wearing a jacket because in other news in what other else news, did you have to deal with when uh, you got home yeah i came home and <laughs> Every, the air condition was broken, and so mm. we've been gone for a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. It works on the bottom floor, but not the floor we sleep on, which is the second floor. It's a little toasty. And um, so it's freezing down here so that all the air will go upstairs to the second floor. We're literally waiting on the heating and air conditioning mm -hmm. man to come and replace for, you know, just a small amount of money. Oh, my <laughs> God. Could have so expensive to cut replace. the trip short by about a week yeah. to pay for that, but that's okay. I'm glad I didn't know that before we left. No kidding. Yeah, we might have had to like skimp on some things, but what like food and beverage? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nope. Did, did um did we tell them about the? Okay, we we did the whole podcast about the trip. Right? Yeah, yeah. While we were there. While we were there. Um, that was last. Did week. we tell them about how we were going to drop like ten thousand? I think we did. I don't want to tell that story again. <laughs> yeah, I know because it makes it sound like we we're did. wealthy and we're not that wealthy. No, yeah, we did. We yeah. did. Okay, so I think we're we'll, good. We'll skip the part about we we are willing to leave this place we dislike so much and drop ten thousand dollars just to get out of there. It's but ridiculous. then it worked out beautifully. So. When you travel, give it a minute. Give it a minute. Before you throw that credit card out there like in. you are, you know, <laughs> the Roosevelt's or somebody. 
That's funny. Yeah. Oh my God. So we are back. We are re-entryized because mm. that's a new word. I've taught a couple classes. You mm. I taught a class today. Yeah, I'm just sweating like a maniac. I'm not used to this heat either. Yeah. I'm, it's I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. The weather, you know, what are you gonna do? The weather you know, it's funny. I love the and going back to Italians, uh, they're like <laughs> they don't like they don't talk about the weather. It's just hot there. What are you going to do about it? How much time do you want to spend talking about the weather and the heat and the None. humidity? However, since we're on the subject, mm-hmm. we are looking for a villa near Cortona because <laughs> my hair does better. Right. It's like You said you better. said my hair's puffy. And let's, let's so, just go back to Italy. Your hair will be good. It's worth the cost of a villa in Cortona. I wish that I would have traveled abroad in school had I had that opportunity maybe I did I didn't I didn't choose or ask to go but you did. oh no, no you did that little week see Europe in a yeah day that thing. was a high school yeah. history trip that it was my first trip to Europe but the, we ran into these cute girls from the University of Georgia in Cortona and they were so maybe we talked about that in the last podcast I don't know we, let's know just the trip is over let's move on let's move on <laughs> we are jet lagged a and so we decided what a perfect time to podcast plus we've got two guests on hold with a third, right? Possibly, and we can't seem to schedule anybody, mostly because we're never here. Yeah, right? but we're here now. We're here we're now, and so we know we've prob- promised you a couple of people, and it's still <laughs> just us. You know, here but we are back, again we're back in our blue room. Right? It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a real while. And I would just like to note real quick before we do move on, um, how I said it. Or, you know, last week, look yeah. at you with your jacket. That's yeah. why she's laughing, trying to flail it about. Anyway, at the end of last week's podcast, you mentioned um, the previous podcast about abortion mm-hmm. and had a lot of nice things to say. And I think even upon our return, you've continued to get a lot of support and love. And just I think that's appreciated and important. And no matter what the topic is, letting people know that you've impacted them in away and that you feel seen and heard because of it is really why we talk about anything. Yes, it is. And I, I'm glad you brought it up because I had a client come up to me right after you taught your mm-hmm. class this morning. And the minute she opened her mouth, tears fell down her face. Oh. And she said, I haven't even listened to the podcast yet. She goes, but by the sheer fact that you were willing to put yourself out there mm-hmm. on that, she goes, and I promise I will listen, but I have, I just, I'm going right now to volunteer wow. to help people in need that are with unwanted, unwanted pregnancies. I can't talk. Um, so if you haven't listened to that podcast, it was the hardest one I've ever done. I th- also believe it was the most important mm-hmm. one we've ever done. We're in a time of real scary stuff. People are taking control of women's bodies and we should stay in control of our bodies. That's the way we feel. If you don't agree with us, we got it. And if you don't want to listen to our podcast, we hear that too. Right. Um, but we have had nothing but incredible, incredible. I'm, I'm getting messages from people I don't know at all. People that are coming you know, to me from all over the place mm-hmm. uh, about, and to you too, about this podcast and how much they appreciated me speaking out and hoping that they can do something, but Lee and I have a, we have a platform. And so we chose to use it and uh, we'll continue to do that. Right. And I think the most important thing about that is we don't pretend to be experts on things. We're not, we voice our opinions and our beliefs. Mm -hmm. We share our stories. And I think if we 
don't do that, then we're losing the whole point of what it means to be a human and especially an American Mm -hmm. where we're a melting pot of different values and beliefs. And if we just all have to stay on one track or one belief or all have to believe the same things as other people, then where is the beauty and the creativity and the um, the spirit of the spirit? Right. And so it's not about do what we do. It's not about I'm telling somebody else to do. It's no, about what we tell your story. And it's valuing that people have experiences and all of them are worthy of sharing. Exactly. And, and, and all of us are worthy of our voices being, being heard. heard. So you might not have a podcast, but speak out, whether it's a volunteer or mm-hmm. just speaking to your mate or your children. Right. Um, use your voice. It, whichever, it doesn't matter which side of the coin you're on. Right. Just use your voice and find your power in your own voice and you will feel free. You will be free and you will be amazed at how people respond. Once you start acting out of your authentic self, when you start to speak your truth, even especially uh, when it's scary, you will be mm. empowered by the people that will respond to you shockingly. Right. Because people respond to truth. They really do. That's they, true. They fall in line to fear, mm. but they respond to truth. And we have, as as a group, I see it in our community and I see it in our nation, have, have fallen in line and following a fear path that is taken taking all of us in mm-hmm. a bad place. Mm-hmm. And I think really to round that out, not just speaking your truth or your place of authenticity, but also on the opposite of fear from a point of love that, you know, attacking and anger towards other people, you know, they're productive ways to work out our differences. And that when you do come from a place of sharing or anything, I'm just saying, yeah. I think it's important to work from a place of, of love. love and kindness. Of love and kindness. And, and, and not to go back to Italy, but we'll go back to Italy again because on the very Why last not? night, I'm <laughs> sorry, we have to go back to Flavio. Ah. We sat with the um, manager of our final hotel, which we'll go back and say, tell him the name of this hotel. Hotel de Ricci. Hotel, oh, <laughs> God, it's so nice. This is a little boutique hotel. But the manager met us as we came in our final night and he poured a glass of champagne and we all sat down together and we just started talking about the world and what's going on. And he's a, he's a Roman. Right. And, um, and think of the Romans, you know, the Italians, the Vatican is in Rome, you know, everyone in, in Italy, you would think, you would think is Catholic. His like second or third paragraph of talking to us was like, <laughs> it's written what's going paragraph. on in America? <laughs> right? right, right. I mean, we're all Catholics here and uh, we think y'all are crazy for taking out away a woman's right to, to choose. And I was just like dumbfounded in mm-hmm. a way, weren't mm-hmm. you? And yeah, then- it's just not really expected to hear that, but I don't think many of the European, well, I don't know. I'm not going to. We haven't. I don't know. We don't know. I'm not going to speak but, to that. But it was interesting. <laughs> and that's the other thing about travel. And we'll just stick on it for a minute. Because having a different point of view and everybody we talk to, and Lee and I, especially Lee, she talks to everybody, okay? <laughs> but I, I mean, you know, you're a good influence on me too. We right. just really open up and people come and talk to us, right? 
And they just, you know, we had these great conversations sometimes with people that own wineries or have restaurants or... You're funny. I don't know why you're cracking me up. It's you. No, I just mean, you know, what's the point? Like, we could travel anywhere together and be anywhere in the world together and be able to just talk to one another and be with each other all day long. So that's beautiful. And when you get to be in another place with other people, it's just, I think, so interesting to learn about other people and their stories. I mean, I don't think that's some special gift. I mean, I think that's the point of the world. I think that's the point of travel. And, and okay, I want to go to one flaw that Lee has. It's this one flaw. She only wait you know, for this like one. one flaw. One. And it's, you know, when you're in a conversation with someone mm. and you really want to talk to just each other mm. and your partner just as that those people get ready to walk away. You've already told this story. I know go I've ahead. told this story, but it needs to be told again. Because Why? she always goes, and another thing. What about the weather in China? You know, no. or something. Okay, well, more personal and thoughtful than that. I know. But you always bring them back with it. I'm like, finally, I'm like, they left. That's great. Let's have some fun. <laughs> and you always bring them back. But this time, I did it. You did it. I, you did. I did it maybe once or twice. Right? Yeah, that's good, right? Yes. So it's it's a flaw plus a plus. <laughs> I wouldn't call it a flaw. It's a trait that I have that when you are having your attention span done and you're ready to move on, which is short. Yes. Yes. I'm yeah. still interested in hearing about whatever I want to hear about. I know. Okay, so we did talk about that. <laughs> um, so anyway, we're glad we're we're glad to be back in our blue room. Yes. We're glad to be back in America. With mm-hmm. all its many things going on, but it's still just a great when we land. Didn't it feel good to it's be good back feeling. on the soil? Yeah, see what's going on in in Charlotte, North Carolina, and see our people, and see your people, your boy, and yes, my girl and my granddaughter. And uh, oh, I'd like to know that you went and saw Top Gun yesterday, no. and you were refusing to do it. So tell me a little bit about that. Okay, the refusal. This is really, and bad. then the. This is, the this is actually important. What occurred? This is actually important. Is it? I was wrong. <laughs> I saw the previews of Top Gun, and I know everyone else is like, oh, yeah, I want to go see Top Gun. I, because I'm older, and Tom Cruise is older. He's actually younger than me. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. But we're both older. Mm-hmm. I looked at that movie in the previews, and I went, oh, my God, there is no way I'm going to go see this movie because he just can't let go, right? Tom Cruise... I, in my mind, just can't let go. He's still jumping on Oprah's couch, you know? And I'm like, you know, Tom, you need to act your age. So I like... Said Liz Hilliard. I nixed it. And because I'm also I think it's so ridiculous. And so everybody else is like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to go see it because the first Top Gun... And I loved the first Top Gun. That's why I was so confused why you wouldn't go see it if you loved it. Because I thought he was going to try to remake it in his old... I thought he was going to try to be young again. Try to... Well, it's working for him. Okay, but he didn't. He played uh-huh. his age. I mean, I shed a tear. Really? I shed a tear. You didn't tell me that. Yeah, I went with uh, my daughter and granddaughter, mm-hmm. and uh, it was excellent. I mean, well, the, the storyline was excellent. I'm going to slip it now. Tell me, tell us, all listening and watching, two things you loved about Top Gun. Uh, the fact that Tom Cruise is smoking hot still <laughs> and he doesn't pretend he's like not his age. Okay. Okay. There's a scene on the beach where I leaned over to my daughter and I went, oh, he still got it. I mean, it was like 100% he, he's smoking hot, number one. <gasps> but really the storyline, um, it was about the, you know, it was about, I'm not going to tell you what it was about. You got to go see it. Pay your, pay your money and go see it. 
he needs. To, I know. bet it would be good in the big screen because it's the fighter jets. Oh, you need to go. Right. I, I, I want to. And today in your workout, I'll tell you this. Mm-hmm. It inspired. Go see it because it inspired me. You all say all the time we inspire you. Here's some inspiration to work out. I saw how everybody in this film was yeah. in great shape okay. because they're all fighter pilots, right? And I was watching what they were doing. And then especially Tom Cruise. And he's hanging with 20-year-olds. And he's holding his own. So I went today. I'm in class. I'm like, I didn't miss a beat. <laughs> I was sweating. Especially it was really hot in there. But I was sweating like mm-hmm. crazy. You, you taught a great class. Thank you way. very much. Yeah, we, I mean, post-travels, we have a little bit of an uphill battle. Yeah. <laughs> Being in Top Gun kind of shape. Oh, and the pasta thing. Tell them how much pasta you had. Well, I don't know overall, but at the end, like two a days, two a like days, lunch and dinner, two a days. Me too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Too much, but it was delicious. Too. I was done at the end. I was too. I'm oh, done with it. Put a fork in it. I'm done. <laughs> However, the, you got to go and enjoy the it. Air conditioning guy's coming in a little while, and when he comes, you know we have to go to dinner, so we might as well go bolo and have some, some <laughs> relive pasta. the Italian. Oh, also another Italian restaurant we're going to try here is Ever Andolo. The only Americans we ran into in Italy. Speaking of bringing this full circle, right. were Jamie and Jeff, who own the. Amazing restaurants in Charlotte, Supperland, of course, everybody knows. They just reopened Crepe Cellar as Ever Andalo. Uh They've got another one in the works, and I think I'm probably missing one. But they are the cutest family. We've run into them in town and kind of know them, and they had their kids there. It was the hottest day. And this is exactly who we were talking to in Rome that I was like, they're with their kids. They literally landed that day and exhausted. And you really wanted to chit chat. I was like, let's let them go. Their kids are like (laughs) dripping with sweat, but we were happy to see them. And I hope y'all are having a great time in Italy. But it, I'd already looked at their menu because that's what I do Mm -hmm. before I go anywhere and got excited because we were going to join our two friends there one time and it didn't work out. So we still got to go, but they're really, that seems very authentically Italian. I mean, they are, he's from Italy and they were going to research, Mm. you know, and see the homeland. But I don't know. That just made me think. That's a great thing. They they went to research the food. Yeah. I mean, they were, they were vacationing with their family, but they're actually from an area called Andalo, ever Andalo or near it. Um, and they were going on a really long adventure. So we ran into them the day out. You did your talk too long and we're going to go see them in Charlotte and get back on our pasta chain. But yeah, yeah, we are definitely going to get back on the pasta chain. I mean, no, we're going to definitely go <laughs> not, to the restaurant, but not get yeah. back on the pasta chain. It's Everything not going to become a daily. moderation. To a day, right? That's right. Right. Cause, uh, uh phew, you are what you eat and Yeah. It shows. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I digress. Okay, I'm going to loop back uh-huh. to the movies. Yes. What movie do we next have to see? Oh, my gosh. We have to see Elvis. Elvis. And everybody's saying, okay, not everybody. All I know is Phil Wood, who's up on a docket for us to interview yeah. soon. Maybe Coming. even next week. Um, he was, I, he's losing his mind over it. He loves it. Uh, Are you sure? Or had he seen Top Gun six times? Well, he, 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 yeah, I can't speak for Phil. I'm going <laughs> to let him do it when he's on the podcast. Okay, we'll ask. But I believe he likes Elvis. And I am, okay, I am of the generation. Mm-hmm. I grew up on a rocking horse when I was like three years oh. old. Um, my sister was 13 years older than me. So everything, I listened to the 50s music, you yeah. know, that stuff. And I remember rocking my rocking horse to Ain't Nothing But I Am Dog. <laughs> and I grew up in the generation where the Beatles were the thing and the Rolling Stones. And I didn't mm-hmm. like Elvis. Mm-hmm. But this little hottie playing Elvis, I don't know who he is. The, he looks better than Elvis. So I can't wait to see yeah. it. Yeah. 
That'll yeah. be a fun one. Yeah. Okay, that's on the list. And now in today's pressure cooker moment, what would you like to ask me two things about? Oh, I want to know uh, everything about you. Like, <laughs> how did you get your... No, I, um, oh, don't make me ask you these two things. I have... Okay. It's the, I, a rule. A, okay, it's a rule. And you would think after all this time, I would like mm -hmm. have thought that through, mm -hmm. but no. I never think about no, it. No, that's what's fun for me. Right. <laughs> It's like, it's like talking to a cat. Um, so uh, if you couldn't travel outside of the United States uh -huh. and you wanted to broaden your horizons, mm -hmm. where would you travel to? Zinger. What are two things you would do? You're not quite playing no, the game, I've but I'm going to... I've got the one thing. The one thing is, you know, not everybody's got the wherewithal to hop on a plane and go to Europe right now. If you want to... <laughs> broaden your horizons and do you need for me to define what that means or something no okay i'm just like where would you travel in the united states you want to you places? could travel mm -hmm. under under 500 dollars. bam you just want to hear two places i would travel in the u.s on a budget <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty much <laughs> I'm just laughing because it's not quite the way the game is played, but I'm cool with it. I'm going to try to answer your question to the best of my ability. Okay. So first of all, I know it's Concord. You got to drive Concord. I want to go see your home I know you do. instead, which I've seen. Um, it'd have to be drivable. <laughs> and I mean, it's always going to be beach for me. And really? You like the mountains. I mean, it's your hand. It's your go. Sorry. I interrupted. Um, I am choosing number one, somewhere near the beach that's drivable and somewhere I've never been. And so, you know, I haven't really spent any time in Savannah. Wait, can I answer your question? Of course you can. Okay, because I want to give a shout out to my favorite <laughs> people. What? If you want to go to the beach and you want to go under $500, mm -hmm. you go to the Sea View Inn at Polly's Island. Okay. If I've done the wrong thing, because we don't want people to discover this. Right. Well, it's our hidden gem. And it's two, gem. part of my answer, not your answer, <laughs> was if I want to discover something new is to not go to a place we go oh, to every year. Point. <laughs> okay. So number one is Savannah. And number two, I don't know, Nashville. I've been, ugh, so then I'm cutting my own rule. But like music, I think that's inspiring. Have you really been to Nashville? Yeah, I've been to Nashville. Okay. Why didn't I you know ran that? a half marathon when I did silly things like that. <laughs> it's me. not silly. It's to not run silly marathons. at all. I, mean, I just can't do it. I'm so bad at running. But I did it. I ran it with my dad. Oh, that was that's um, right. You did tell me about and that. And it was a rock and roll country music marathon. That's and we funny. drove there and had a great time and they have music along the way. Yeah. So there's really cool things to do, right? Okay, you answered my question. Did, did we? <laughs> I we, think that game is done today. That game is. I think it's. I think it's done. Okay. Yeah. Well, I have a sharp right um, or I'm left. Thr I'm thrilled. I love sharp anything. Let's go. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Shoot. Well, if you want to talk about it, I didn't realize yesterday was your dad's birthday. Seven Eleven, which I think is a really mm -hmm. great number. It's yeah, like good numerology for me. My son's seven yeah. ten, and so seven eleven. Um, and I just want to know about my daddy. Yeah, I look just like him. I know. So you told me that today his birthday was yesterday, and yeah. then I thought I'm so glad for him. You said because he's 
not living. Well, he and died when I was 16. 16 right. And not that, that was not You fun. were like, so, I mean, it's not like we have to wish him happy birthday. I said, mm-hmm. no, but I want to because I want to thank him for oh. giving me you. And I know you're a lot oh, like him. Thank you. You're welcome. I am. I think I'm a, a, I'm a, a bit like my mom, but I mean. Of course. I I, I think I'm like my dad. Too. I think mm-hmm. I'm a lot like my dad. I know my physique, my body, yeah. I, myself. I, I look like my daddy, and he gave me the greatest advice. He always gave me great advice. I, I mean, he was just you know he didn't live. Remember, I'm 16, mm. and you know, God, uh, ah, he was cool. He was uh, he he's a World War II veteran. Yeah, he was in. Do you know where he went? Yeah, I knew he went to the uh, quote unquote China Theater. And that, right. and, and they're all, the, it was very, I mean, it's kind of neat to be living in 2022 and have, you know, access to letters from World War II. Mm-hmm. My, actually, my sister has them. And he used to write my mother, and I'm not kidding, that maybe three, maybe three-fourths of it was blacked out by the government. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So you, he was in some sort of secret kind of situation, right. core or something, where... I don't know. Couldn't know anything about where he was. Everything he said was just blacked out. And he, and just like most veterans or any veteran of any war I've ever run into, no one wants to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And we talked about this when we were in Europe going through the, you know, back countries and the villages of Italy. Uh, That's where many of our y'all's grandparents, my father, or, or maybe he wasn't, he was in China, but you know, in places out of here, he never, ever, ever wanted to go travel the world. Because right, he right. had seen the world in the in most different way. horrible, horrible mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, that's that reminds me also. Anyway, so my dad was involved in World War II. He was also just one, he was really a, a really nice guy. <laughs> what do you want me to say about my dad? Well, what, I mean, what did yeah. he do? I think um, my dad <laughs> was terrible in business and a great, loving husband they were my mother and dad had a love affair a real oh, love, love affair she was he he was her second husband she had become pregnant at in that interesting at 17 mm. and had a child mm-hmm. right um and he asked her to marry him uh after he, he asked, my mother had two children oh can I tell a real quick story about absolutely my mother? so my mother got married at 17 because <laughs> Guess what? There was no option. She got pregnant, and um, it runs in our family, right? And uh, so she got married to this guy who, um, unbeknownst to her, also had another woman pregnant. This is, oh my gosh! It's now funny. It's funny now <laughs> because she really landed on her feet. Now she's the right, right, cat, right. So he had another woman pregnant, and he went to the hospital when he's my mother's going to deliver my sister, who's right. thirteen years older than me. And says, oh, please forgive me for all of our fights. Uh, just write me a check. Te- write me a check. I'm going out today and get us an apartment for us and our new baby. He, anyway, long story short, he took off with all of her money, which was very little. Oh, my God. Left her high and dry in the hospital with my older sister of 13 years. And my mom had to come home to her parents' house. Wow. And uh, start her life there. So, anywho... Get back to that's my dad. very serious. That was right. some serious stuff. So she runs into my dad maybe two years later. Okay, she's got like a two year old, three year old. I can't remember what the exact time frame is. One child, one child, right? One her first child died. Uh, a drunk doctor 
Our family is full of Wait. stories. Uh, so yeah. not your sister, previous to your sister. There was a sister. daughter born to my mother. The reason she got married when she was 17. Oh. She had a daughter named Beverly. There was a heart defect. And according to you know wow. my mama, she said that the surgeon that was operating on him was intoxicated. And anyway, she died. Who knows? You know, mm. my mom's not here to talk to me about that right now. She might correct me and say, no, he wasn't. Actually, well, you know, that mm -hmm. was my story. That's right. So here's the gist. So the beauty of the love story is my mother, my dad's getting ready to go to war, to World War II, and he's 30 or 32. Mm -hmm. And that was old, super old. Like, yeah, you know. But he, and he was like volunteering, going into some special forces thing and going and spying or doing whatever they were. I don't know what, exactly what he was doing. My brother, should he still be here, would be able to tell us. But she was like, nope, I'm not going to marry you. You need to come home alive mm. and I'll consider it. I thought that was that's kind of ballsy. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> here she Very. is. She's got, a, she's got a child to support. So she could have easily. She could have easily married him and right. at least looked legit. I mean, that was a big deal back then. Do you think it was more out of um, kind of that badass My style badass, or like sure. that? I don't like that's too hard for me no, no. to marry you and you go okay, off. Okay, I'm gonna give it a 50 50 on that 50. one. Okay. Uh, she was stubborn, as in, I'm not gonna put myself through any more right. hardship than my life has already been. I mean, not it was gonna let another man run yeah, me over. One guy left me for another woman who, by the way, my sister ran into in a debutante ball one time and she thought she was looking in the mirror at herself because they oh, were the same age. Whoa. Anywho. That's a whole nother story. Um, <laughs> we should tell family <laughs> stories over and over. Mine is They're rich. So I'm sure good. you all have these rich stories. But my dad did come home and whoa. I mean, I, my brother and I were born. My brother was five, still five years um, older than me. Mm -hmm. We knew first party that their couple, they were Aww. so in love. And he died, you know, when she was in her fifties, early fifties. And mm. I was 16 and she just, so at that point, how long had they been married? Not but like 16 years or so. I mean, right. not that long. You right. Know, 16, 17 years. Oh, wait. We could do the math better We could do that, some math. But we're not going to do that. I get it now with your older brother and, and then so you And so not to throw 16. my dad under the bus because he did start a uh, shoe store. I said he wasn't a good businessman. He was a good businessman, but he was a better humanitarian than a businessman. Uh, and I would hope that I am too. Because what happened with his business is he started a shoe store mm -hmm. in Concord, North Carolina. They had met in Charlotte. Uh, right after the war, and they both worked for a shoe store. And he went, well, heck with that. I can make that my, my, my job. So he that. opened a shoe store on the square of Concord, North <laughs> Carolina, and it was called Clary's Shoes, Shoe Store. Your maiden name. My Their maiden last name. name. My daughter's mm -hmm. name. And it was highly successful. I, they did real well. I mean, he I had love that. My really good, good stuff. But it burned down yeah. when I was three years old. And... My dad, instead of declaring bankruptcy, paid back all of his creditors mm. himself. We moved out of our house. I'm not making this up. We lived in a place called Beverly Hills in Concord, North Carolina. <laughs> and it was a, the nicer neighborhood. And we moved into a much lesser neighborhood. And mm -hmm. I was a little kid, so it didn't matter to me where I lived. Right. Um, and so, but he paid back all of his creditors. And then he became a traveling salesman selling uh, band instruments for uh, a guy For schools? Charlotte. 
Yeah. Okay. And that's, that's why, why you played, played the flute. flute. <laughs> yeah, I had a great. I wish you could find one. You should play on the podcast. Oh, I shouldn't. It would be bad. <laughs> would, no one would listen. Anyway, I got off on my dad. That was a long no. Time. I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love hearing stories like that, and it, I remember a few minutes ago I, I was kind of surprised by that wait you, there was one more baby and I do know these stories we've told these like, stories yeah. but that's what's fun to after a while yeah kind of go back and think about it and what I hear are little smidgens of you describing other people that actually describe you really oh yeah I mean the physical you know semblance that you have for your father is one but some of the personality traits that you picked up from your mom and from him the yeah strength of her as a woman, maybe her stubbornness, the humanitarianism of him, Mm. you know, the bravery. Mm. I think all those things, if you take the time to learn those stories, really you either can identify with or not, but also admire and understand those who came before you. And it helps. It's good to hear those stories Mm -hmm. and, and to tell your kids or your friend or your lover you're my lover today. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're not my partner. I like talking Whatever. to your lover. I like it. Um, so you are telling your people mm-hmm. the, that because the stories are rich. I bet you my stories and my family aren't any richer than anybody else's. Sure. Um, it's just, and thank you for asking about my dad because I resonate with him a hundred percent. I've always felt like right before he died, he took me on a walk. I'll never forget because he had to walk for, back then. He could have had a Probably five years, ten years later, he would have been alive, but they didn't have bypass surgery right. and all those sort of things. So he knew he was on death's door, and we we went on a on a couple of walks, like every day. He go go with me. I have to walk. The doctor says I have to walk, and he would just tell me life things, mm. and all of them. He just had me just listening, like like noblesse oblige, you know, no mm. those kind of things, like all the things he wanted to say. All that he said, those things, mm-hmm. all the things, treat people well right you know do unto others but he was not even though he was biblical he was he was not a doing that sort of that was your mama it was more yeah my mother was beating me me with the bible but he was just a really is there one of those things you remember the most or is it just this summation yeah it's fatherly wisdom uh, he left me a note when he gave me my, oh, that was back when we, I had a red telephone, a, a, a dial phone. Yeah, of course. 16. <laughs> and it just a note. I wish I'd kept all these things. And right. it was funny. It was like, basically come see me sometime now that you've got this telephone in your room. And oh, I, cute. I, I, I really regret that I, and maybe they are somewhere and I need to look them up, but I was 16 and that was a while back. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, I feel like I embody him. I feel like he's in me. I love that. I know it. I mean, I feel, and my mother too, but, mm-hmm. and it's like, I don't think, you know, our, our lives, our bodies die, but I can feel my dad right now, uh, right now. So yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. I feel it. I feel it. Do you want to talk about Libba post that, how she survived her strength as a single mom at that time, whose husband, well, she was, she how about this? How about your mad? She really, they had this like, you should see the way she would doll up before he would come home. Oh, I hang mean, on. I want to start there because you, I, I wanted to ask you that before and I didn't. So was there, when you say they had a real love oh, affair, yeah. you all could tell as children, it he, was not. evident <laughs> yeah. that they expressed their love. It's yes. not like you later yes. read all their love letters. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. We saw it every day. Did you like that or were you like, ew? No, we just... It was like a thing. We knew it. No, okay. we weren't really, ooh. We just knew they disappeared in their room for a long 
time. <laughs> and, and we just went outside and played and, you know, and they were just so loving to each other. Hmm. And also it was not a father's knows best 1950s kind of thing. My parents in yeah. the 50s and 60s where I grew up, you know, as a young child, were really equal. Mm. Now, they might not have been, you know, she couldn't be the deacon in the church like he was the president right. of the deacons, but she could stand up in church and she was the only woman that did it and speak and speak right. her mind clearly with my father supporting her. So they were real equal footing. And they were also, one was a Republican, one was a Democrat. I love that. I remember my dad was going to vote for, well, I, I guess he was going to vote for Nixon against Kennedy. Yeah, you told goes, me this. Oh, no, no, I'm voting for Jack <laughs> Kennedy. He is so much cuter and he's so much smarter. And and they would have these discussions about politics at the table, which really, really, really helped me sort of shape into who I was. Absolutely. And I wish, I hope people do that some, you mm -hmm, know, mm -hmm. hearing your parents disagree, but right, right. But lovingly, like they never yell. I never once heard my parents yell at each I other. I love that. Not once. Oh. But I saw them kissing a lot and that was rough. <laughs> <laughs> and you saw them disagreeing in a productive yeah, way yeah, yeah. or oh, com and, like and, conversing, not even disagreeing. Oh, no. Yeah. It, and it was nurtured in my household. And I said that in the book, in the book I wrote. Um, I said this. My education was at that table. Right. Absolutely. And it, and it sometimes was in the family room where we were watching, you know, Beverly Hillbillies or <laughs> Andy Griffith, but it was mostly around that kitchen table where everybody was not required, but it was an unspoken thing mm -hmm. that you didn't just eat your food and leave. Right. We sat and we talked. My parents had coffee. We just sat there with our milk going, I'm going, what? What's the Cold War? What? Yeah. I What's a mercenary? And, and, then I, and then I figured out what a mercenary was. And they were talking about a mercenary. And I was like seven years old and went, I'm not a paid soldier. And my <laughs> sister and brother laughed and laughed, still laugh about that. Um, just, you know, you just, you had to grasp on where you could on conversations. They weren't trying to explain the world. Mm. They were speaking and you had to enter in the conversation. They weren't and, speaking down to you. Right. And we didn't have mm -hmm. a phone where we could Google what they were talking about. Exactly. <laughs> we were just listening. And then when you got, when you got your words in, you went after it. So you had to use your time wisely. I, you had to use your time wisely. I was a sponge. I just listened mostly. But they, my sister and brother went at it. And, you know, then I finally found my voice and I jumped in fray. <laughs> it was a great thing. I mean, yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? I'm sure there was some Of bad course. Times, but, yeah, it was, at least I know I was able to express. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so for me to have shut down in my adult years, you know, after what we talked about two times ago with all that abortion stuff, yeah, that, that was a shame. My yeah. dad had died then. Yeah. You know, that's just a, that. But you know what? It's not a shame. No. It's actually my power. That's exactly right. So. Did you, I don't think you've said this yet. And if you don't feel like sharing, I'm going to say it. <laughs> we can delete it okay, if you well, don't. Just, just but how away. you feel now the teeth have released you after telling your story about abortion. I can't. I think that's an important. I, that is more than subtle. It literally is a visual of clamped down teeth that just released. And I am, I, it almost look at me before I told my story of being 17 and pregnant as how could I have lived all those years and not told even my best friends wow, or yeah. husband or child or any of the, anybody in my life, no one knew. 
And that it felt like it, it controlled that secret. Secrets control you. Mm. But that secret was my, 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 the shame. It was the shame and the, the, you know, I'm just a tramp. I'm a piece of dirt. I'm trash. And if anybody knew that I was really sure. trash, they wouldn't have a thing to do with me. Right, right, right. And that without even consciously thinking that, it was ingrained into my psyche. And so I hadn't thought that through in a long time, that as soon as I told that story, wow. it's like it's like it dissolved. Mm -hmm. But it, it was also like an opening of teeth, and I was just released. So if... Good. I mean, yeah, that's... That's fascinating to me. Mm -hmm. I had no idea that would happen. I mm -hmm. thought I was, I was doing okay. What do you see? There's there? people coming up in my driveway. Are they here to fix the? Oh, they are. Oh, here come here, here comes come. the air conditioning. Oh my goodness! Yes. Patterson. Well, I mean, I think we can wrap it up because I think the air well, conditioning or is we important. Could pause it. Yeah. The air well, the air I mean, I think it's super important. That wins. We could, but I do think that's a great place to land the plane about mm. family matters and how they shape the threads of who we are. Right. And I think, you know, you've had a long experienced life and it's yeah. nice to reflect on that. It is. And, and, and it is. And um, I just want to say the, the, you said something about my dad and my mom's bravery and their courage yes. and their directness. And it might've taken me 68 years to say that. But I'm proud that I did. Good. Yeah. And, and and the reason I'm proud that I did is because I want that that same unleashing, those teeth to come out of other people. Mm. And I had a client come up to me today, tears streaming down her face, a different one, that said, I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. I was there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I said, you use whatever platform you have. That's right. Maybe it's not telling the world. Maybe you're not ready. Sure. But... Do the things you can do to help others not Unleash have to that pain. have the pain. And that's what we're here for, is to help others live their yeah. lives more fully and more understandingly. And understand that we all have these things in our lives that feel impossible. Mm -hmm. They feel impossible. Mm -hmm. but It doesn't not. matter how big or small. A so, lot of things feel impossible at different days. Especially with community. Especially yep. with people that love you and accept you. And if they don't love and accept you, they're not your people. That's right. You know, I was going to say, you you will find there are people who do mm -hmm. if you're unfortunately feeling like you don't. And we do. We do. We're going to get into your story next. I'm not sure what that is. Something you've been <laughs> holding back. <laughs> we'll see. Let me think on that. Let yeah, me think that's on that. Be the, the two questions next time is going to be, what have you been holding back? I mean, you're kind of an open book, right? <laughs> ah, yeah, well, we're gonna... I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Mm, we'll see. Oh, so we really, well, that was fun. This, are we good? Is this yeah, all, we're I, good. I, it's really fun. We got to go fix your jet lag, get some AC, <sighs> and come back I mean, at it's it. It's hot. We're tired. You look hey, good. Who is we're here. Who isn't? It's hot outside. You're tired. <laughs> we're with you. <laughs> Let's all go out and tell our stories and empower each other. Okay? Love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to us today, wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, you can now find our podcast on YouTube. Yeah. If you liked it, please share, rate, and review. 
We love five stars. And we hope you'll work out with us online or in studio at hilliardstudiomethod.com. 